Hello, beautiful people. I'm your host, Kirsten, and welcome to the kitchen. Here we are a platform where the topics are spicy. Our main dish is content, context, and perspective, and the key ingredient is intention. Thanks. Um, but I don't have it memorized. I keep blanking. Okay. Hello, people. I'm your host, Kirsten, and welcome to the kitchen. Here we are a podcast where the topics are spicy, the main dishes are context and perspective, and the key ingredient is intention. We're not here to discuss food for the stomach, but food for the mind. Before we dive into today, to today's recipe, I want to take a second to introduce some of the chefs in the kitchen. To my left, I have Sydney and Montez. To my right, we have Victoria and Evan. Thanks for being here. You guys excited? Yeah. yeah. Of course. Y'all about dry as hell. Can't wait to cook oh. All right, so I'm going to start today off with the icebreaker, and the icebreaker's going to let y'all know what we're talking about. Oh, God. So, we'll start with the ladies, and then the gentleman can answer after. What is your relationship status? You want to go? It's just complicated. Ooh. Okay. Victoria? I am the fuck single. Okay. For It's the, the fuck for me, Evan. <laughs> I'm in a relationship. Oh, Okay. And no information? I'm not looking. I'm redeeming myself. So is that single? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just for context, I, I think I'll resonate with Sydney and say it's a little complicated. Um, so we're going to talk about, obviously, dating within the black community, dating as black millennials, and just how our experiences might infiltrate our dating lives. Um, so I want to start by discussing your background as far as relationships go. Um, how would you classify a, really, a healthy relationship? Um, were they modeled for you? What, what did some of those um, things look like? Anyone? Yeah, I'll start. Now, this, is a, this is a topic I actually really like to talk about. And I've, I've had this conversation with my parents, right? Oh. So growing <laughs> up, I just didn't see healthy relationships, right? Um, and it's mainly from my father. Okay. And I think that really impacted me really like up until like last year you know wow. okay. and I got a lot of clarity because I was like why am I this way why am I like this why why can't I commit you know or whatever the case may be and my mom my mother will always tell me like you're just like your father mm-hmm. but I never really knew what that meant okay and she always gave me that space to like whenever you're ready to have that conversation with him then do that oh okay so she told you to have it with him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's that's dope because I feel like a lot of times you find yourself having that conversation with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you see things and you kind of make your own, I guess, assumptions or whatever of what the situation was. So when you talk to him, what was yeah, it like? man, he just was just to, I guess get personal a little bit. He just kind of went from woman to woman, you know, and just didn't commit, you know, and and there were some reasons why because of what he saw as well growing up. Okay. Um, and it kind of just trickled down, and that's something like I want. I don't want my son to go through that. You know, mm-hmm. I want to be very clear, like what a good relationship looks like. And if I can't, if he can't see that, I want to be able to break that down to him. So, um, that's. And can I ask? I guess I see a lot of my homeboys do the same thing. I guess so. When it goes from woman to woman, I guess what was he looking for? Like, do you, mm. you ask that? Like, yeah. was he looking for stability? Was he looking for himself? Or did he feel like that was the way he expressed his masculinity? 
That's the big question. Because certain people think that being hypersexual is being a man, but I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm, I'm defaming or like pretty much nitpicking or anything like that. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean a lot of it had to do with companionship, one, and then just like not wanting to be alone. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. just the fe- fear of like being by yourself. You know, that had a lot to do with it, and it was interesting. I mean, it, it was it was a pretty deep conversation because we don't talk all the time. So mm-hmm. I really was like, yo, I gotta talk to you about something. Because mm-hmm. I, I was just going through it. Like, you, you go through your ups and downs, highs and lows, and then you want answers. Right. Like, from your parents. Because you're, like, not a kid anymore. Right. So. Um, Question for you. Have you been able to identify with those abandonment issues? And have you related those to your experience in bouncing from woman to woman? I don't understand what you're asking. So, you said that your dad, he identified bouncing from woman to woman with, you know, he he identified that with being fear of being alone. Right. So do you resonate with that, and do you identify that um, or link that to your lack of commitment issues? I don't, I don't think so. Uh, I, I realized, like I, he's my blood, but you know I'm my own person at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that we're talking about it, I'm thinking, and I don't know if I have an answer to that right now, okay. especially like how what what that does for me exactly. Um, I don't know. I just all and like, I didn't want to do what everybody else did. So I know a lot of people would get in relationships and just didn't want to force it. You know? mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. big on like the next relationship I get in is the last relationship I want to be in. Oh, so this one, this the one we get uh, the wedding invite to. One and done. What you well, said. Actually, I'm not. I don't really want to get married though. <laughs> oh, so you want yeah. like a life, like a life, life partner, partner situation? Yes. And she wants a life partner yes. situation. Yes. Like oh, so it's like Jada. perfect. It's cool. It's cool. It's but cool. I guess so. Why? I guess my biggest thing. Maybe I'm really traditional. Let me put the earth sign in me. But like, why not give that person a satisfaction of knowing that you are, I can be literally intertwined, we can intermesh, like you, we're a union. I mean, it's, we both, it's not like she wants to get married and I no, don't. It's like we are, I mean, that's a lot of different things. I mean, financially, you know, if that doesn't work out and you split, like you see a lot of people that stay together for years and years and years just because they're married. Right. Just because you, can't, <laughs> you literally can't get divorced like after 15, 20 years. It just really, people do it. But it's, it's just messy, not, it's your life is so integrated. Yeah, your yeah. accounts and just everything, Kids and, you yeah. know. And but honestly, though, as you say that, and you have all these, fit, well, like you're saying, you're projecting fit. Okay. But, honestly, okay, so then my question to you would be, um, and this kind of goes back to the original question of what was modeled and what you deem healthy. Do you feel like anything in your background lends itself to you having this overall inclination that marriage is, like, the key? Hmm. Yes, I guess outside of TV and things that you see in front of black community, I guess I modeled my uh, honor and uncle because pretty much my aunt told me she was like, we will make it work. I came from a family that was married, like my grandfather and my grandmother were married, so that's the dynamic she modeled. And she said that she commends my grandmother because she taught her marriage. She taught her how to hold down the household. She taught her, my grandfather taught, like, you know, the wife stays at home and he was in the military and he did things like that, so he was the provider. And my grandmother took care of the expenses and things like that. And honestly, I wouldn't want that. Like, I honestly would relinquish control. And I am not that kind of person. I'm a control freak, but for the right person, I wouldn't mind doing that. So even if it was a messy divorce and it costs uber amounts of money, I wouldn't mind it because at the end of the day, I'm paying for my peace. And I learned when it came from moving out, you will pay for your mental health or you will pay your peace. And rent, I don't give a fuck how much it costs. I'm paying for my peace at any given time. That's true. Okay, so then I think we can bring it into a space of like more adding more context. So for us all being black 
us all being millennials, obviously those are both hats that we're wearing as we date. Um, so do you feel like one is a hat that you wear more often than the other? Do you feel like your experience as a black person influences the way you date? Do you feel like the age, you're being a millennial influences the way you date? Like, Sydney, what do you think? I think both. So like, I love the whole little 90s sitcom thing we got going on with our streaming <laughs> services. And they let us kind of see how different dating was back then. Like, you really had to pick up the phone. You really had to see the person and spend time. Like, you really had to trust because you couldn't check social media, but I think people were also less distracted because there wasn't social media. Mm -hmm. Not to say that there still wasn't some, you know, bullshit going around. It just looked differently. I, it, it feels like the frequency was not as high. Like, I don't know. I just, I wish I could just go back and date in like 93. I can definitely speak to that because I think my parents are traditionalists and they definitely modeled or like aspired to model like the Huxtable household mm -hmm. type thing. And I, I always tell people like I described to them like that's how I grew up was like Huxtable style. Um, two parent household, like my parents are very conventionally successful. Um, they put me in a situation educationally where I was set up to ex like excel, 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 <laughs> succeed, excel, <laughs> both of those. Yeah. Um, so I think that you know, in terms of being black, I would like to model that structure of having mm -hmm. a two parent household. But I think that in terms of being millennial, just to tag off your point, like there's so many things that my mom, my mom was my age, 24, when she got married. And like, there's See, no comparison. Still on Tinder. There's no, right? <laughs> not I Tinder. Never not, been on Tinder. Never Tinder. <laughs> never Hinge, Tinder. Whatever. But like, there's no comparison um, in terms of where she was at, in terms of her career and, you know, leaving college debt free and um, right. not navigating social media versus me now. In the Opposite. as I said, the fuck single. <laughs> so I don't know because I feel like for me, and I don't know, maybe this is just like the way that I think. I've never really clicked with someone that was my own age anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, so I never really think in terms of my age and in terms of this space of being a millennial because I think it's like maybe I think about it, but it's like so just like natural at this point that like I just assume that the ways in which I'm going to date are going to have to involve some level of technology. So more on like the front side of my brain, it's like how I date as a black woman and, and what that experience is like. Like I have a lot of anxiety, like as of late, as it relates to interacting with people that aren't black. I just feel like I don't know how to, I feel like, <laughs> like I just feel like there's a disconnect. I feel like going forward in my future, like how I want to structure my, my family, how I want my kids to grow up, things like that. It's really yeah. just rooted in black and being black and what that means. But so. that's because institutionally, if we aren't taught that, we don't get to explore that, we don't really learn our history, it's due on, it's independent. It's either your parents teach you, you learn it, or you just don't know it at all and you get embarrassment. Like literally, look at Portia Williams. She didn't know what the underground world was. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. No, but honestly, but can you blame her because yes you can is it <laughs> yo that yes, was yeah that was embarrassing her, her <laughs> grandfather was, was Hosea Williams He's yes you, he was He's right yes her you can grandfather yeah that was bad. No, okay without that being there literally <laughs> but look at what happens though when you don't teach that and when you don't have an activist because even with him being an activist what it seems like is he was so caught up on himself he didn't have enough I guess what 
time to put into his family when he passed that information along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so that's the level of success. How much success do I want to where I'm not a hands-on parent or a hands-on grandparent, aunt, uncle, nephew, whatever it is. So it then comes to that too. I guess I also am craving a family dynamic as well because you have to be involved in family. Family, is, it takes a village. And honestly, fuck a job, fuck success. If you don't have your family, you don't have your, your foundation. Yeah, I kind of agree, kind of disagree. You said, wait, you said, fuck your job, fuck success. No, yeah. okay. I'm saying, like, I'm saying uncle, this truth. My uncle's staying in the basement. No, 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 He's you, very family you. oriented. <laughs> 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 he don't do nothing. He just been his family. That's what I was about to say. I'm sorry. What I'm saying is pretty much if you have your family dynamic, you have your foundation, I feel like everything else will fall into place. Okay. It'll grow out from the foundation. Because yeah. I hate to call him. Everyone hates Future. But literally, Future had this song called Please Tell Me. And it pretty much was saying, please tell me enough won't do. Please tell me that, you know, you require more so I can achieve more. And we tell the- them all the time and they don't mm-hmm. do it. So what is he talking about? I love how, right, I was going to say, I love how Future High found their way into this non-problematic no, conversation about healthy relations. We were doing so well. But that may have been the one thing that he did do, but nobody gave him credit for. Honestly, I guess. <laughs> Who doesn't practice what he preached? <laughs> But I guess it's be- better that he he's... He pay child support. He don't pay child support? Look, you about to take us on a whole... The wrong yeah, no, 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 road. No, no, no. This is not the conversation. The wrong road. Like I said, backpedaling. Back pretty much, if you have your solid foundation, everything else will fall into place. And if you don't have that, nothing else matters. Okay, so you're saying... So it's both. It's both being black, being a millennial, but the foundation that you set from both experiences. And also, I think even being black, I think we got to figure out what does that mean exactly? Because you mm-hmm. have different spectrums. You have poor black, you have middle class black, and then you have the unknown, which is the wealthy black that nobody wants to explore because we look at the wealthy black as you think you're better than us. And even mm-hmm. middle class and pretty much lower class have that same problem. Yeah, but, but I think that's more that. like the, that's not, I, I that's don't think like, thing. I don't think that that's necessarily us. I think that that is this, this society, like that's how society structured. Like there's very little room to, up with you if you're not making a conceited effort. So mm. I feel like it's on both sides. Like society doesn't really lend itself for you to pull up to explore, are. but at the same time, it's also on whoever is moving up to have that ownership that I do have a responsibility. And that goes back to in your like daily day to day, like how are you thinking? I'm a black person, so I feel like this is my community and I have a responsibility because I have my hat on. Like and I feel like not everybody thinks that way. Um but like to go into aspects of society. So I feel like even when I was like kind of thinking about this topic, um, I think that there's a lot of aspects of society that we bring into our own personal relationships that may or may not make them successful. So um, one being like this idea of trust issues. So like kind of what I alluded to before, how like- My trust is fucked. But like, so your trust is fucked because of your, I guess, like personal experiences. But do you think too, like, I personally have an overall distrust in general, just because like the niggas ain't shit. Not even niggas ain't shit. Like it's beyond. It's beyond that. It's, it's off not, the fact I, that I, like I don't even trust. Like it's not even with like romantic relationships. Like right. It's just across just, the board. Yeah, I'm just like it's just something that like and I. Hmm. They say it's so easy to gain somebody's trust, but it's like well, it's really hard. It's really hard to like get somebody's trust back once you've lost it. Once you've lost, but yeah. for me, it's hard to even trust somebody in the first place. Yeah, and I feel like we give people the benefit of the doubt too much when it comes to trust. Like, well, before you do anything wrong, I still trust you. Yeah, and I don't. I don't like. How do y'all feel about that? You think that's 
a thing where. But you know what's crazy? I had a homeboy tell me this, and he said I couldn't trust anyone in a relationship because I don't trust myself. Ooh. And I think mm. I was in survival mode for so long, and I. Not really scheming and scam, but I maneuvered in ways. But probably because yeah. that's how I feel. Yeah. I know I was finessing, so I'm like. So pretty much, so say if I knew Kirsten, I would use Kirsten to get to the job that I wanted, and then once I got to that job, if I didn't sustain a relationship with Kirsten, fuck you. Who's the next person I can get to the job? So it's like I know how I moved in a sense, but it was off a of survival instinct. Exactly. So now that I'm not in survival mode, I'm sustaining. I have to Unlearn. let myself go. Yeah. Pretty much, I have to sell an inner child. Sit down. You did what you have to do. I'm sorry. Like you're like good. That. You're safe. You're switching from survival to thrive. But oh. that is our experience. So that's kind <laughs> of the point I, I was I hitting on. Myself. Like yeah. as a culture, we are constantly surviving. Yeah. And then as a millennial culture, millennium, millennial, millennial culture. Yeah. We're the products of parents. Like my parents were the first in their families to go to college. Yeah, definitely. So we're like the products of survivors. So then it's like, I feel like you inherently you're going to have their instinct that I feel like they impress on you. I feel like inherently you're going to have this I, I idea. I disagree. I Why? feel like because Sorry. I... How <laughs> <laughs> dare you? <laughs> we were doing so well. <laughs> I feel like I also... I'm like, first of all, my parents from the military, they were correctional officers. I'm a first generation college student. So mm -hmm. like my entire existence is very like... Militant, strict, discipline, survival mode. Like we didn't have a lot. We try to, you know, do do the right thing to get. Did you move a lot as well? Well, I, I moved between Baltimore City, Howard County, and then I went to DC, and then I came back to the city. But like I, my survival mode never included like finessing people or using people. Like I feel like we move the best when we move together. Like mm. so, I'm always like down to be honest, supportive, loyal, trustworthy, because that's how I feel like. We operate the strongest when it comes to, because I mean, look at our community, a lot of communities that exist now in areas that are definitely in survival mode. They're operating like the way you described. They're not trusting, they're using each other, finessing each other, and they're not doing that well. Mm. I feel like if we were able to change the culture of that community where loyalty, trust, support, honesty, and respect were the popular ways of survival mode, we would see a different outcome. So like for me being like the opposite side of what I feel like survival mode requires for me, it's not hard for me to trust someone. If, I, if, they're, if I'm considering a relationship with them, I'm not gonna look at them distrust, distrusting because I'm trying to make something work with you. Like hmm. for me to even consider a relationship with you, me not trusting you cannot even be in the equation if I'm taking it serious. No, understood. But like he was saying, like I feel like people say, um, I'll trust you until you mess up. And for him, he he does he doesn't see how that's realistic for him. Yeah. And for Rocky me, because I relate with I, that too. But if I'm considering a relationship with you seriously, like maturely making that decision, there's no way that me distrusting you already before we even get together can be a part of the equation. So then that's I guess fact. for you, that trusting that's or fact. distrusting? No, trusting. Okay. Trusting. So I guess for you, so so is it an aspect? Because I think this is kind of what you were hitting on. At least this is what I resonate. It's not that off top, I don't trust you, but I'm like neutral. Right. I'm like in the middle, I'm zero. And then as That's you do me. certain things, right. I might yeah, like inch over a little it bit. Goes one way or the other. Yeah. So it's not distrust. It's, like yeah. it's, it's not, not distrust, it's but I'm nothing. also not. It's just nothing. It's, it's like, yeah, I'm like, if you did something at point zero, I'm like charging it to the game. Like, right. Like, I'm not, like, but it's more like I expected it, if that makes sense. Like, not that I don't trust you, but if you do do something to break my trust, I'm not surprised by it at point zero. If that makes sense. Ooh, and yeah, unfortunately, I agree with that. You no, I agree with that. No. I'm charging it to the game. If, if if you're at zero and you do something, and yeah. 
Like you show me, what do you mean, charge today? So I'm saying, like, I'm not. That's I'm. I gotta move on from that. No, no, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean by like I'm moving on, but it's no like feelings. Like it's no hurt feelings. Like my feelings aren't hurt. Like damn, I expected more from you. It's like okay. So like them, and you still let you show me who you were. It's just what it is. So I guess my question is, what allows you to move from point zero to one, two, three? Because when something happens, maybe it's like a discrepancy. Maybe maybe. Um, an ex popped up or something. He can't control the ex popping up, but he how, can he how he to responds it. to yeah. it. Yeah. So when or like see more how time, you up, so situations coming yeah, up. Yeah, he might like we might be in moves. something, and yeah. then like and not only that, yeah. even, even yeah, the family yeah, yeah. dynamic. How are you introduced? How are you portrayed on social media? Are you like oh, oh social media? <laughs> that's yeah, that's a great. Are, are we on a trip and you only posting that shit with yourself and not with not me? posting my girl on social media? No, but give or take though, but that's also a level of oh, yeah, social too. media. You want a trip and you won't post that you're with me. That's a little eh. I don't I would disagree with that. But honestly, but why, why can't you get enough conversation about Why can't you get enough respect to be like, okay, I'm on a vacation. If it's not a vacation, then what are you really doing? I mean, because but there's person, aspects of my life that I don't that or aspects of everyone's life that you don't post. No, like, understood. And I have like, a job, but I don't post that on Instagram. Understood. <laughs> but however, yeah. that could leave okay, I feel like everybody here is a dynamic and radiant person. How would you feel if somebody else puts you in the dark? It's not, is it putting like, you in the dark? It's not in the dark. That's for everybody else. To yeah. See. Like, if we strong on what we got, like that's and it goes back to us being like millennials now. Like that. Why are we even having that conversation? No, understood. Uh, like if we can. born in a because, if we like you said if you have a relationship in ninety three, we're not even having that conversation. Like that's fluff. And like that's fluff. what yeah. I'm trying. That's what I got. Like, even I'm trying like instill that to her. Not to instill it, but like we had a conversation about social media and stuff, and people start checking for you, and they say, "Oh, well, she's not on the page anymore," or it's this, or making it's making issues, yeah. making a, like I don't need people clocking my relationship. But you know what, though, so this kind of brings me to another point that I kind of wanted to discuss is like this idea of suffering and like holding your significant other down. So we kind of like. No. Uh, we kind of alluded, <laughs> but to me, that's what that sounds like. But guess this, what? Like, to me, it's like. In the grand scheme of your relationship, again, like if you're thinking big picture, you're thinking family, you're thinking kids, you're thinking finances, like it's like no, why like adding in social media to me is kinda like this idea of like of like suffering. It's like like you kinda wanna throw wrenches in your own plan. And I feel like as millennials, like we do that with a lot of like the materialistic and like petty shit that we have. Understood. Like at us, like social media, who has what, buying gifts, shit like that, like to me, those are just like projections of like self sabotage because these, these things really don't mean anything. Mm -hmm. So us putting value into them, it's like it's like you want your shit to fail. Yeah, really you're like not. looking for I a reason a, uh, at that point. Mm -hmm. Let's just say in May, I got an AMG Benz and I drop my Infinity because that's fluff. Like now I see that doesn't. Wait, 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 go back. First of all, do you peep out? No. He just plugged wait, 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 his wait, 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 both, wait, both his cards, <laughs> both his cards into the materialistic <laughs> conversation. <laughs> He wanted y'all to know that. <laughs> so no, but okay. Needless to say, but like, no, you're right. It doesn't matter. And it is. And I also learned too, is that you're setting yourself up for failure. But this goes back to what Evan said. I'm reading this podcast called You Can Heal Your Life. And what it says is you need to understand your parents and you need to understand how they were reared. No, yes. because if you for don't, sure. if you don't understand your parents, you are pretty much going through life aimlessly and you don't understand the woes, the triggers. And once you understand them, because you'll have expectations of what your parents should be, but if you understand your parents, there's no expectations. So mm -hmm. you can take people for who they are. Mm -hmm. I would say mm -hmm. I don't take people for who they are because I've always had the expectation that my mom could do better. Okay. And not even in a way that... Really? 
Um, I think so too. That, okay, so I'll say not this. not that's that okay. she was a no 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 okay, not that I'll she was this. a bad mom, but that it's for not me now knowing myself and what I need, yeah. there were lapses. Like but she could have done know. X, Y, and Z. So, right. No, 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 exactly. Did you have the conversation? I did, but I had a childhood but trauma. To, to, uh, but no, listen, not, listen. Okay. So I had a childhood trauma. I know my mom post that childhood trauma, and I needed my mom to be strong. Like, mom, you can get through this. Because her seeing her resiliency would have made me a little more resilient. So as a result, I feel as if my mom pretty much shut down. It was fight or flight, and I feel like she flight. She didn't fight it, and my mom was always in her room. So sorry. I have a hard time being in the house now because I don't equate home being as happy because my childhood trauma affected my mom adversely, and okay. she was always at home. Yeah. So if I always see like you know the inner child, mom, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this, you can do yep. this. Because as a result, my mom would have loved herself a little more. Mm-hmm. And result, I would have been loved a little more. And I'm not saying that I wasn't loved. No. But I would have seen the ambitious person. I would have seen the loyal, the survivor that my mom is. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, what happened to me, it could have literally broke her. And it didn't. She just didn't. I have a question. Was there a relationship that she was in um, romantically that was keeping her there? Because I do feel like... In the black community, there is this pressure that no, my mom literally did for not some reason like succeeding me. in relationships um, equates longevity. You know what I mean? And Wait, I think say I that can, again. So like succeeding in a relationship uh-huh. is longevity rather than like the actual help, the health and the inter- inner workings of that relationship. You know what I mean? Oh, she, yeah, uh, yeah, my yeah, mom, yeah, yeah. My mom also didn't bring me in around me. She um, that was just her vice. She she didn't. She thought that was her respecting and loving me by not having men around. And I was thinking, I was like, maybe if we actually had the right man around, he would have showed you how to love me. And he could have been that person for both of us. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of expectation to put on somebody. Yes. However, I'm not saying that it can't be done, though. Yeah. And I agree. Because I think you and I, because, you know, we talk about it all the time. We resonate in, in the one in the conversations. Because you said, did you talk to your mom? We both had conversations with our moms. And I think we both got the same, like, who are you talking to (laughs) response back but it wasn't until we got to an age where we started to be like okay so i'm like this because this i'm like this because this i'm like this because this i recognize like you said my mom did the best that she could do i recognize and understand the circumstances behind what she was doing and how she was maneuvering but i just would have liked but you said X, she did the best Z. that she could do, but then you said she needed to be better. Which one is no, it? No, 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 no. Not said, that those sh- things are 100%. If you get a C, you might have the best you can do, but you could have got an A. You do y'all done. feel like y'all... That's a great... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but do y'all feel like you well, know your parents like that? <laughs> I, I don't just don't equate the two. I don't know, because you, for me... Okay, so here, for example, so a prime example is, again, my mom, like I said before, was all about survival. So my mom instilled in me how to make money, how to like live, how to sustain life. But my mom was not nurturing. Mm-mm. My mom was actually very verbally okay. abusive. Yeah. So, but the thing is, I'm not mad at her for that because my grandmother, the exact same way. So that's, that's why I'm saying it's an understanding. Like I understand, but like, Ma, you did not call me a bitch. Like we could handle that a different way. Like <laughs> those are like the type of conversations you make, yeah. but then it still results in, okay, but like. Is that the best you could do? Um, for her situation and her circumstance, 100%. Like, my mom's situation and success, like, she was very much the underdog in her okay. situation. Okay. So she really made, like, she, wine out of water, water into nah, wine, or whatever the saying is. Like, and on that note, she really <laughs> did. So I have, like, the <laughs> utmost respect, but, like, yeah, she could have. But on that note, have, like, y'all's spots. 
parents modeled like seeking help and like seeking therapy for you because Absolutely I feel like not. our no. generation so, needs that. I wish. Yes, Although but, we have access to a lot of the tools, like I still feel like we need professional. Like, so I would say this, right? Yes, you. My mom did advise me to go to therapy, but my problem became why the fuck am I going to therapy to deal with other people? Maybe you should go. And that would teach you to be a better person to wait, me. Wait, wait. So she told you to go to therapy for you. Pretty much, but and how to deal with her. Told her. Pretty I mean, much. And so many words about how to deal with her better. But yeah. wait, my mom, I get that, okay, my mom did the same thing. My mom did the same <laughs> See, thing, actually. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but I get that, though, because, like, I'm hearing from all of y'all, like, we got our tendencies and relationships from our parents. Yeah. So, like... In order for you and your parent to have some sort of like sustainable, like healthy relationship, like they need to kind of take care of that first. Am I wrong? Or like- no, agree. No, because I personally no. feel the opposite. Like I feel like my situation with my parents is what it is, and me like doing like I just have an understanding of who they are. Like I know my mom, I know my dad at this point, and like me loving them is me accepting them for who they are, and me it's just. Like, but it's the healing in that. But it's it. So the healing for me is not fixing them. The healing for me is like mm-hmm. just preparing myself to move forward. So it's not about me fixing going to therapy so that I can communicate with my mom better. I know how my mom communicates. She's not like she's going to communicate that way. I feel that's the not same impactful way. to me. What's impactful to me is me seeing how that communication broke down. So that way, in my future partners, I'm not emulating the same type of communication. Like. I feel like me going back to her or trying to fix that relationship is just like beating. It could potentially be like beating a dead horse. Like my mom's my mom at this point. Right. Yeah. They're like 60. You like, putting your head on the brick wall. It's locked in. Yeah, but the unfortunate part is that I don't know if this is good And she or means bad. well. That's another thing. If my mom the was. intention is there. If my mom was like. Yeah. A, a problematic. Like she didn't have good intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, then it would be a different situation. But I know she means well. She just doesn't have the tools. So I'm not going to keep harping on her. I get that. I get that for sure. And what I was going to say, I guess the problem, I guess, moving forward, the problem I have now is I accept new people for who they are. So, Victoria, say I just met you. I mm-hmm. could accept it for who you are. It is the previous people that I can't move forward from. And even the point we can mm-hmm. have an uncomfortable conversation. And honestly, I guess this is where my mom fight or flight comes in. And it, it's triggered in me is that I will let that shit go and just be like, OK, well, I'll just move forward to the next person. I will sustain that. That may not be the healthiest, but however... It works for me because honestly, I hate to say it, new people bring something to me. It's like it's an excitement. It's a new way to create and correct maladaptive behaviors and actions that I didn't like in the other person. And like you said, when the trust is gone, say say if somebody broke my trust or I know I broke theirs, then honestly, I don't have it in me to repair that with you. I'm sorry. I hurt you. I'm sorry for how I made you feel. That's kind of what dating is, on. though. That's that's question. exactly how I operate currently with my ex and like anybody else that I had I encountered. Like I accept him for like all the all the things he did to mess up and the things I did to mess up and the forgiveness and the growth from that. But anybody else new to step up and do some dumb shit, it's over. Because you have the context. You don't have the time. You have the context. You know the intention. Like you have that with that person. You think you miss out on somebody with that? I was just about to say that. Like, absolutely. No, I'm you reflect, fucked up. That's I'm not what weak. I'm Wait, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. So, we got, so we got a yes and we got a no. No. So what's the no? <laughs> you no don't is, think you missed how out. How am I missing out? You caused problems at this point in time already. If I cut you out now, I don't have to deal with that. Because if you was the one for me, you wouldn't have did that in the first place. Regardless. Mm. No, that's so, how I feel. So the thing is, I tell myself that in the act. <laughs> but in all actuality, yes, I miss it. Okay, yes. for a mic grab. I know. 
So, <laughs> so I tell myself in the act, and that's how I justify moving on. But I also learned that I can't look to my friends for validations to validate my maladaptive behaviors because they may not also have the healthy relationships as well. And it becomes a trauma bond. I'm with you. I, I think you know, missed out. No, I do. And yeah. I do feel like I missed out. Like, what even am like, I missing? Like, even like the you situation really I'm know. in now, right? It's kind of crazy. Because I could have, like, after like the first situation happened, I could have been like, you know what? No. Like, I'm, I'm good off of the situation. Yeah. You know, and like, I, I like push through, you know, and I'm where I'm at but now. Also, so I, and like, that was one of the first times I did that. Yeah. Because usually, like you say, you. Just dub it. That's it. You don't get a second chance when I barely know you. No, but we're no. also so young. So this is one of the right. things, too. Like, how, I feel how like. How old is everybody here? I'm 25, 24, 23. Okay. I'm you? 26. I was about to say, what are you, like 40 or something? Damn. <laughs> yeah, <he's> like, <laughs> um, but no, I feel like we're all so young that we are going to evolve. So like by tra- like just dubbing people off top, you don't even give them that chance. That, we're like, so young that I don't have to waste my time if you step wrong so soon. I, I have so much time to find them, the person. Okay. But isn't it but easy to be wrong to, if someone don't yes, know that you? Goes back to, that goes back to the cancel culture. So you're literally canceled. So where's redemption? Where's the rehabilitation? You talked about that last time. So how do you allow that person to pretty much right their wrongs. She doesn't. What? Why? why? <laughs> I mean, like, either, either you respect me and you understand what I value, or you don't. <laughs> so it's a matter of, res- of respect versus disrespect. Like, how, if oh, I, those it, are the issues that well, are. Well, it, it, it's it's different because it's, there's misunderstanding too. You know what I'm there, saying? Like, there, but there is no misunderstanding. If there's you didn't lack understand of perspective that, and misunderstanding, there's no well. misunderstanding because if you didn't well, understand that, then you don't understand me, and then we're not gonna work. Which is which is something? You want somebody to come with Oh my god! Wow. So wait. All right. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's why she. Wait, wait, wait. Let's let's can we can we reel it back in? Like (laughs) she is savage. It's over. I don't. We can't we can't rebuke that. She won. That's her own separate battle. She is savage. We gotta let it go. You lost me that one. No. You are savage too. No. What about y'all? What y'all sounds? I'm an Aquarius. Aquarius, Gemini, Aquarius. Capricorn. Taurus, Scorpio, Virgo. Damn, I got the Robins in them. Yeah. (laughs) So are you? I'm a Libra. Oh, gotcha. so you're like the balance, the, the neutralizing yes. agent. It's a problem, though. Why is it a problem? Because you don't pick a side. It's, it's that. Damn, look, you see how you're too neutral. You yeah, no, he be picking neutral. a side. Are you neutral to your own detriment? Oh my gosh, yes. Mm. But it's 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 like it's it's good and it's bad. But the the bad just comes out and you feel it. But what I'm trying to figure out what is the bad? I wish I could be neutral. No. Very indecisive. No. Oh, Sometimes yeah. it's a clear right and wrong answer. Yeah, and I just like, yeah, I just don't. But is you it a, is it a thing where you that. like know the right and wrong in your head? No. You just aren't necessarily inclined to verbalize it? Mm, maybe. Because I feel like that's what usually, <laughs> like with a lot of neutral people, it's not that they don't know right from wrong. They they know, it's just like, it's not worth that the, the uh, conflict on either side to say what it is. And my Capricorn is, I'm going to go to battle and tell you that I'm right or was right. I'm going to do what everybody else happy. I'm going to do what makes everybody else happy. Hell no. So you're a people pleaser. Oh, my bad. Yes, that sucks. Yeah, that's not good. I know, that's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. That's not good in the context of like searching for like the right relationship. I feel like not, not necessarily. Even really. date a Libra too. I feel like he would be good. Oh, it just depends dating, on your yes. But no, it depends on your relationship. No, no it depends on the personality of who you're dating. That could be a really great situation to be in. Like if you have someone that's like 
super I want this the way I want it and he's very like okay whatever and he's com- he's genuinely okay with that genuinely, and yeah. then like where's the problem it, mm-hmm. the problem will come to play is if he's saying that to make you happy and he's not and he's genuine not actually, yeah. in that okay but if you're True. genuinely That's like that. that I feel like he'd be the perfect spouse no wonder he's the only one out here that got a partner in life six years old okay but like what do you mean by relationship I how do you define never, relationship like can you be my girlfriend never did that Oh, wow. never, not even like off the Damn, little thing, like in elementary. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Stop. Um, listen, oh, future. Oh, <laughs> listen, future. Huh? That's strike two for you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all of this future vernacular. Hey, y'all gave us vodka. <laughs> uh, you trying to plug our sponsor real quick? Uh, yeah. Plug our brand? <laughs> but no, okay, so she's the first. The first. Okay, so but is she, she neutral come? as well? She can't be. Yes. She is. We're Libras. We're at oh, so Libras. Y- do y'all fight? No. Not, Not Libras, at all. Libras How long has this been they going on? Uh, How long? From beginning to where you're at? I met her in my 10th grade year, high school. Oh, so oh, you've known so her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, my, like when I first, I transferred, and like I had a question on like the first day. So you didn't start at ground zero. Uh-huh. Uh, what's, what you mean? Like, in ter- like y'all are have been talking about like ground zero like not having any context well he did person, it was just like, the 10th grade is when his ground zero was right yeah. but i'm saying like in the reset, d- a dating dating it reset. Really? i think so How, why you think that i because we took like a lot of time off like mm. she did her thing that's, that's why that's, i'm that's good for that i'm good for talking to you here fall back grow a little bit circling come back, back I mean, fall back me and Kirsten are definitely good for that we are we are good for the circle the back. circle back but yeah. you know what's crazy though i don't have a lot of male and friends because i feel like i need to identify with a pact like i need you to be on my side and then neutrality it scares me you, right. you know what just just oh. give us the dreads and the glasses because you're just giving me all the future <laughs> Vibes right now. You need to be on my side. Why? That's how I feel too, though. Thank Why? You. Everybody else in this world when I walk outside that door. You're supposed to be my life partner. You're supposed to be my teammate. No, but someone my can life be partner. Just friend. Fuck. No, but if I'm saying if I don't know you're my friend. So sit no, Say if you hated me, that, right? I'm he knew too. He's still fucking with you. No, I'm like, eh, no. I get it. No. But this first of all, Montez. Pause. Pause. I'm gonna break this up right now because Montez, you are one of my best friends, and you friends are my enemies, and you know that. Text me. <laughs> yeah. See, it be, it's the choosiness of the Capricorns over here. It's the choosiness, cause you know. No, cause once you hold me accountable, I'm like, you know what, Kirsten? No, you still, right. No, once I, I hate it. My my downfall, my lessons. I be. Mean, <laughs> you know, no, once I hold him accountable, he's like, yeah, she gonna be my friend over here, but we can laugh about her over here, cause you, future. We we got you. All right, so. But I was in survival mode. I used people for all they was good good for. So, yes. next topic: interracial relationships. Interracial relationships? Interracial I believe, relationships. I believe in black love, black power. Actually, this is interesting because oh. there's this whole new, like, divest thing I've How been seeing you. on Twitter. How dare you defy your mom and dad? Ah, uh, future. Can you let her finish? You guys have never heard of the whole divest thing? No. It's like this this campaign that some, a select group of women on Twitter are, like, I guess, embarking on where they're like, we are no longer worried about the black man's validation. We're no longer coming to his mm. festival supporting him regardless of his treatment of us. We are seeking out men who treat us like, you know, royalty or whatever we think we deserve, regardless of their race. Mm. They like literally like, oh, it could be a, a white man and a black woman or an Arab man or Asian man or whatever with a black woman, like treating her nice. Like they, they so they try to put those images forward. Oh, he got her a nice bag or they took a trip or they got married and that. And I mean, it's somewhat of propaganda 
but it sounds like it it's yeah. it sounds like propaganda yeah. but as someone who is like you know darker skin i i i think i might have the hardest time as a female dating in this room simply because Definitely. of my color for sure and you know it's it's hard when you limit yourself because to me it's never a question when you ask a black woman what she's into it's always like gonna be black man if you ask a black man sometimes it'll be like oh i like all women right i don't know for me it was a flip when i was younger i i was more um open because i was around you know we grew up in howard county mm-hmm. so me my first boyfriend ever was white my boyfriend but, after but that was like you had a more mature developed yeah understanding of the world. yeah and your your own identity too exactly. i think like we can kind of relate to growing that. up around yeah growing yeah. up in like a very like white setting like i definitely grew up like i was one of like maybe five black girls and so all my crushes were like white guys right <laughs> and i had no concept so, of like how that was abnormal because that that's was, so like, crazy though because now i look setting. back and i'm just like yeah it, i just can't like, even fat like so not that i'm anti-interracial relationship i'm very much for like the non-propaganda side i guess of what it is yeah. they're trying to do like just find who find who wants you and right. vice versa um mm-hmm. i feel like black men and black women should have the same i like just whoever wants you go for that because yeah. it's, we live in a world where nobody really wants you so if you can find it go for it but you know it's crazy but i cannot no, no, I'm saying I'm not saying no. in terms of relation. I'm saying like in in the grand scheme of society okay. as a black person. So yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go to I guess something that may be another topic. But honestly, I'll say this: I don't blame you. I don't blame Twitter because the way things are, it's a bunch of bullshit, and I hate the way that pretty much women are treated, like especially black women. And it goes to this now. I have a few homeboys that will treat me better than anybody that is dating them, and not to be literal. This lady is literally sucking and fucking you, but you treat me better. I saw a tweet about that. Yeah, like, you treat niggas me. treat their niggas better than they treat their girls. And honestly, mm. I can't blame black women for either because I can women say I would say the exact opposite outside of their race. Really? Yeah. No, I get so mad at my homegirls because they will dog. They will choose. They, but it's they will choose. But no, it's different for men. But it's listen to us. Yo, listen man, to us. Yo, I, yo, my niggas tell me pull up. I'm pulling up. <laughs> literally. <laughs> With bottles and everything. No. But at the end of the day. Uh, Oh my gosh. Like, no. Wait, wait. Say what you were going to say. That, no, the exact opposite of what he said. If I tell my girls to pull up, well, nah, because now I'm older. So now I've, I've, you know, I try not to generalize. Like, I got my girls that show up, but I definitely have friends who I'm close to. I tell them to pull up. They might be there. Two hours late, three hours late. They might have a bottle. It might be half gone. Uh-huh. They might, they might listen, need to do this. They might need to do that. The like, let they let their little dick appointment call day out. You oh, know, right. like. <laughs> but but listen, yeah, that's though, a compromising situation. No, but listen, it's two sides of that same spectrum. So the girl was the one left for the guy. But what the fuck did the guy do all of that before he decided? Literally, my friend, my cousin posted this to his close friends. My homeboy called ten bitches before he decided to go home to his girl. I've seen that. Story. That's wild. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> no, probably. I've seen somebody say the same. Y'all no. Talk, just talk about where y'all from. So, maybe. I'm a part right, of a separate pause, discourse it, community. It, it, maybe. I'm a part of a separate discourse community. I don't align with the things yeah, in both. I y'all last episode about in Maryland. Y'all already know. So. <laughs> no, There's but honestly, though, but like I said, I don't think it's fair. I've seen the treatment of it, and honestly, I don't blame them. But I love that. I love that you have that. Wait, you also said something about you don't blame women for dating women because dating women and dating outside of their race. Because Mm -hmm. honestly, black men ain't shit. And how long will we gonna let this go on? But I also not saying I do blame women. But I also see this. I'm looking at you like that because I'm like dumbfounded that you said that. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, why are you dumbfounded? Um, Well, I just it's just not. 
very common. Um, common to hear black men being like black men ain't shit really because my i feel like most black men are defend like defend black men i don't know i think nah. on a personal level for Definitely. me i agree on a grand scheme but in my own personal circle like my niggas definitely will be like don't fuck with that nigga like <laughs> they're very transparent uh-huh. if they if they care about you they'll tell yeah. you that but i also grew up in a single parent household and i feel like i have three mothers i grew up with my mom my grandma and my aunt and I so you had matriarchs and literally everywhere. so <laughs> now that i have i guess my uncle my aunt would do stuff to my little cousin right so my little cousin got her hair done and my aunt literally told my little cousin go walk in front of your father and flash your hair i mean and flaunt your hair so he until he notices that you got your hair done so like that level of attunement i was raised you were definitely that. Mm. so word. I, don't, I never heard attunement that. That's a good word is that right <laughs> Yeah, too. What does that even mean? I think yeah. that is a word. Yeah, it is. I work at an OMAC. I'll pay some dog clinic. I know. I know. Yeah, Yo, <laughs> you just good for the plug. <laughs> just good but, for the plug. But honestly, though, that level of attunement, it just shows that it's not there. And I feel like I'm an anomaly sometimes. And I feel like the way I treat people, like I said, I was in survival mode, but I've always tried to maintain a level of genuineness. So, so wait, for, I have for a those question who you, for you care. Yes. Yes. So, so I have a question because a lot like we were talking about family dynamics like a lot of black men have been raised in single mother households so do okay. you feel like you are an anomaly in the sense that like you just had particular types of women around you that gave you True. insight into womanhood I would say this, yes. and how to treat women because a lot of black men are raised by single mothers and i would say this and this is what helped me i think to differentiate me so yes we knew my father was an absentee dad my mom didn't put enough energy in even disrespect to him. It was pretty much like, yeah, your father ain't shit, but you can formalize your own opinion as you grow up and you understand. I think that- Which is similar of, to what you were talking about. I think to. a lot of men get the niggas ain't shit, this and that and that. So you aren't promoting a healthy dad. You aren't promoting that, okay, because this happened, as a result, I need you to do differently. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so therefore, niggas ain't shit. So if society expects me not to be shit, fuck I'm gonna be shit for. Not only that, as an African American dad, you are literally, you are literally suppressed racism and pretty much society wants you dead before, before you're 18. So pretty much my life expectancy is 18. Niggas ain't shit. Pretty much, um, what is it? Uh, 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 what is it called when you go back to school? Recidivism. I'm going to get locked up and go to jail mm-hmm. and then I'm going to go back in a cycle. So I'm going to be repeated in a cycle. Mm-hmm. So pretty much what the fuck do I have to look forward to a living? So I might as well just and treat you like shit. Exactly. I might not have morals or values because pretty much I ain't shit. And that's why what you were mm. saying earlier, what they were saying on Twitter about how they've like given up on black men and they're mm. just, out. that is the piece of it that's like, And that's why no, I, said I don't blame no. you. No, but they, that's what I'm saying. You should. Because if you can come to those conclusions. But I feel like I'm But anomaly. women face very similar. There, there's nothing that he said that a woman couldn't also experience. Black women are neglecting their communities. They go to jail too. 100%. But so what I'm saying is. <laughs> I didn't think of that. It's not funny. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Because what you're saying is very valid. What I'm saying is that now that this information is clearly accessible to everyone, I think that there yeah. should be more of an inclination for us as a community to uplift one another as opposed to let's just divert black, to someone black else. Black women no, do uplift. Right. They do uplift black They do it too much. It's See, a they, short, they it's do, but they also, they also don't. I feel like black women can also be negative, hard, hard on black men too while having the same context, if that makes sense. Like, just they're hard on black men, even though they have the context as to why as to why black as men why are, the they they are, are the way they are. Yeah. But my thing is, if you're constantly suppressed, can you really be optimistic? 
Because honestly, I mean, that's like the black community. Some it of us is. are, some of us aren't. It's because really individual. Like, this is going to be controversial. I went to an HBCU and I had to pretty much transfer because I felt as if, how do we oppress being suppressed? Because what we are constantly focusing on pretty much the black community and pretty much what was done, the wrongs, of, how do we empower? Okay, this was done to us, and I'm not saying that we need to let it pass, the egregious act, absolutely not. We need to pretty much let it know, but how do we move forward from this? Because the society in which we live in, we have to interact with all walks of life to be successful. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can be successful within just the black community, but however, why just limit myself to that when I can pretty much be successful with all talents? Yeah, but I guess it's like... But we pretty much stopped on pretty much the white man did this to us and this and that and that. Well, because those are also facts. No, agree, but how do I move past it? Um, because you, first, it, but it's not, not stopping. Kanye West no, but no, it's not. It no, hasn't I am stopped. not. I am not saying let it go. I'm not saying we need to. No. In order to even move, move past it, you have to know where you're trying to go. What is what is the move forward that you're looking for? Are you trying to start your business? Are you trying to start a family? Like you have to know what it is that you're trying to get to before True. you can. Before I can, you can figure but it out. Also you okay, can't the move same past way. something that's not that hasn't stopped. <laughs> right. It's like you're running at a moving target. Like the white. The white okay, so oppression say, okay. that we're feeling is never going to end. Okay, so, it's so like, say if I had kids today or tomorrow, I don't want my kids growing up hating white people because of what happened. Because I hate to say it, there are a lot of Karens who taught me a lot of things that... <laughs> oh, not Karens. <laughs> okay, there are a lot of people from different cultures and different races and different backgrounds that have taught me more things than my own black community. So my thing is, no, I, professionalism, <laughs> things of that sort, how not to come off with in emails without a tone associated See, with the, it. That's the problem, though. No, but like that was professional coaching and development. But in the black but, community. Yeah, but listen, but, but look, you saying you I saying not get yeah, you saying you're saying you're saying that's the problem. But in the same problem, you they will also say black businesses are late, tardy, unprofessional, this and that. In a that sense, that's not do with me and you. Though. But that's not, not all you. black businesses. There are many white businesses that, that are, are the also same way. Same way. Businesses that are blatantly racist operating the same way. What is it? Vince's crab house or whatever. Um, no, yeah, but I will say, as far as the professionalism, I have kind of learned a lot from my white counterparts. And don't get me wrong for saying that, but that is what I learned. <laughs> but the way we move past that is by creating more resources where there are black people who can teach you the same thing because right. they exist. True. Exactly. Because white people didn't teach But look at how you said education was promoted no. in your household. What if it's not promoted next? So how do you teach that? Resources. That's what she said. But like how? Okay. So just because resources are there... How do you get people to actually understand? Yes, this is here. You need to actually take it. So, so I, I do you get what I'm saying though? I get what you're saying because resources could be pretty much prevalent. It could be okay. Just but like then I think that's when it comes back down to. But that comes back down to I think the point that Sydney was making is like you're now you're making it more of an individual thing. Like True. that's on the yeah. individuals like fortitude to want the information, but like. We're but talking about a situation be, where the information's not even accessible for true. us to even see if provided they have the correct resources, how they would maneuver. And the thing is, those same resources that we say is accessible aren't even making themselves accessible. It's like it's one of those, if you know, you know type of things. Elitism. Yeah. Which ways, also yeah. makes it worse. Yeah. But, I, but I also, I, back to what you were saying too, like as far as my kids hanging around and knowing white people and not, like I don't want my kids to grow up with this mindset of like white people are terrible. I don't. I don't want my kids to hate anybody. I don't want them to hate but anything. I, think, like, I don't want my I kids to like, hate white people, but I, but I want them to know who white people are. But I, but I be want, conscious of. I just, I think at the time that we're in right now, and I, I think a lot of kids are going through this where they don't really understand fully what's really, really going on. 
and it's more of a like black versus white thing. And Which is disgusting. I mean, and, and it, it is and, what it is, but, but like, like I know I shouldn't know if like that's that. what it is, but I think that's what the kids are going to think. And with me working mm-hmm. with kids, I know it's up to people like me to be able to have those conversations with those kids because who knows what the world's going to look like in 15 years when these kids are our age now. And then what they what they then with teach. They, yeah. you know, and even with them, like we've really experienced it even now white people are way more conscious about what they do true you know what i'm saying and even down to uh what is it i saw on youtube i was looking at like natural hair how to make my hair curly and things like that <laughs> no there was a there was a white lady doing units literally and it was like different like haircuts and apparently she's known in the black community for doing like you know what i'm talking it's about Australian lady? i think so yeah so like look so look, <laughs> look how she's able to know but like this yeah, literally, so pretty much she drew she grew a fan base so it's like I honestly, I hope and I pray that there can be some united front, because like y'all, I'm getting tired. Like I can only imagine what like our ancestors did and things like that. But I'm getting tired of this shit. <laughs> like it so, needs to change. Wait. So circling back to dating, like would you consider? No. Wait, so what? I know. Wait, hold on, hold on. Because what was the question? Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I was gonna say like when it, coming back to dating, like the interracial thing, like you're saying, like you don't want your kids to hate anybody, et cetera, et cetera. So. What, are you open to dating outside your race? No. So why not? Um, because, because that's kind of countering what you were it just is, saying. But yeah, that, is counter, on, counter, that is counter. on my... I mean... I can love you, but I know where I come from, and I know that's what I want to continue. Yeah. Yeah. Preference thing. Like, I it's, mean, a, that, it's a preference, and I want to continue the legacy. Just off the simple fact that, like you said, you grew up in a Huxtable, a Huxtable's life hold. I grew up in... Damn, as soon as they get a level of success, he go marry a white woman. So maybe mm-hmm. I may be brainwashed, and that's a problem. However, I want to counter that. I may be successful, but I don't want someone white or a different counterpart to show me. I don't want someone exotic. I want somebody with, that I can relate to. Mm-hmm. I want a skin. You can't relate to somebody that's exotic. Honestly, no. No. I feel like I'm a yeah, single. like I don't. Honestly, okay. In, in, in retrospect, not to downplay myself, I feel like I'm a regular Baltimore nigga. Okay, I get that too. I got the get money guy. Like I'm a Baltimore nigga. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> What about the oppression that like they go through as well? Like it's not, not being it's not the same. I'm just, it's I'm, a privilege. I'm, so honestly, get, it's a privilege. I get, I get that, but like let's just think about Hispanics, right? Like no. What do you mean? Okay, but okay, no. Hispanic yeah, no. is a, a very large. So okay, it's weird, right? Spectrum. I have enough. It is. I have enough compassion and empathy. White Hispanics and those black. I have Hispanics. enough compassion and empathy. Can I understand that it's a hardship and we may face it, but at the same time, I know what's relatable to me and I know what. I so you want to be with like, and I'm 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 kind of like pushing. Maybe it's a trauma bond. Yup, call me out. <laughs> yeah, I'm traumatized. It's, it's, it's literally <laughs> that. Like, and, I'm, and like, why? Is but not even like why does it? But why does it have to be a trauma all. bond? Like for me, it's like I'll engage. So that, I, I, I'm I'm asking if that's what it is. Like, no, because for okay, no, so it's not even about trauma for me. It's about the fact that. Like in the real world, when I step outside of my house, I'm forced certain interactions. So in the safe space of my home, I want to be around someone who, who has the best likelihood like of being able to understand me and I want to instill that in my side. kids. All the other races and religions make it a strong point to marry within their culture. I don't, I don't think yes, I've ever heard you. anybody ask them if it's a trauma bond. Yeah. Okay. It's so I did, I did a pitch on this in my African-American diaspora class. If, if you go to any school or any culture that's diverse, the African-American culture I mean, the African-American table is the most accepting and the most diverse table. They will accept 
any culture into that table. And my thing is, we are so accepting that we tend to lose to values. Fault. Literally, we tend to lose who mm, we are okay. because we accept and compassionate. No, fuck that shit. I want what I want. If yeah. you decided you wanted to wear your natural hair and we decided to use Miss Jackie's products mm. and we did that together to figure out what our curl and cool pattern is, that is something I can relate to. That is something I would fucking love if mm -hmm. we did our hair together. If you did your hair, That's you cute. are fucking 2B <laughs> and I'm fucking 4C. Fuck you. I can't <laughs> because at the end of the day, you got an Wait. advantage. You literally have an advantage. It's not, advantage. not an advantage. It's, it's different. Oh. It's different. It's right, different. Yeah. You, gotta, you have a difference. And I feel as if I have to do more to mine after where my hair is low porosity and yours isn't. I cannot wow. relate to you. Wow. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going right. to need you to just be shot. Right. He future, but he he educated. <laughs> right. No, I'm sorry. I'm just having moments with you because I'm like, I'm blown away. The low porosity. porosity okay. The, the verb. Because I will say. I will it's very say, advanced. Yes. Thank you. My vernacular. I try. Okay. So, because we are about to wrap it up. Did your parents ever say, don't bring no white person home? If she can't use my comb, don't bring her home. That's what my mom said. But. <laughs> about like another race uh, home? Um, they expressed <laughs> that they prefer me bring someone black. My first boyfriend that was, was like Filipino, so they really. Yo, my that first was boyfriend was white. My mom still to this day makes so fun of me for it. So my goal in life is okay. Hold on, hold on, Socrates, Socrates, you about to wrap yeah, it up. I already see you about to give us another uh, speech. <laughs> <laughs> we got time for that because we got to shout out our space. The camp gotcha. space in Hyattsville. Thank you for allowing us to shoot here, owned by Thank two phenomenal you. black women. Thank we got you. our vodka that we've been sipping on, a local DC brand. Check them out. They're in a couple liquor stores in DC. Black Leaf Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. We got some Ricardo Deshaun on. What are you wearing? Um, so this is my boy uh, G. His name is Veggies. Um, he has a brand called Poe Rich. It's like Poor Rich. Um, oh, okay. You know, check him out on IG. He just dropped some new stuff. Um, so that's my guy. We've been riding for like 12, 13 years. So it's great to see the progress I had to show out one time. For and then Victoria, what you got on? I have on Monte Cristo. Um, it is a like athletic apparel brand. I, ju I literally just found them and their stuff is cute. So great, yeah, great, great. Well, I appreciate you guys for sitting with me. I appreciate you guys for talking with me. I feel like we have some level of understanding. I feel like we had some <laughs> great conversation. Thank you, Future, for showing up for us. <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram, kr.thekitchen, and stay tuned for the next episode. Nah, but I don't want to be Future, though. Y'all stay, stay there. You got to do some social stuff. Okay. Um, that was good. So your social, <laughs> just wrapped up what you guys talked about. Kind of like in a 30 second. I'm not good at this on the spot shit. What is it? What did he say? Like wrap up our conversation. That was exactly what you just did. You're great. Yeah, but he wants me to wrap up our hour long conversation in 30 seconds. Just go through your notes. We talked about this, 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 this. We yeah. talked about family shit, trust. Yeah. Interracial relationships. Okay, yeah. so once I say that, then what? Okay. Then it yeah. doesn't need to be 30 seconds. It's We have to have 10,000 followers to first swipe up, so. <laughs> I'm just saying. You can buy it? <laughs> okay, so just be like. So today. Millennials, being black, trust, family, interracial, dating. We didn't even talk about fucking or none of that shit. It's all right. No, we didn't talk about fucking. I was ready for that. Wait, wait. I was on. That's gonna be the sexuality. When does that happen? I like that. I think that's the next one.
So just hey, we talked about dating. Stay, what, like what am I saying? Like I need like I need a script, guys. We talked about a script. dating. We talked about the black community. We talked about what is it? Monogamy. So today on episode two, we tried. We tried. Yeah, I'm just, but I just need. How am I going to conclude it? Literally, like four things. Okay, and and then I say. Okay, what's number one? Dating. Okay, two. Being black. Being black. Okay, three. Family dynamics. Millennial culture. Okay, and four. Family dynamics. Okay, there we go. And that's it, and they yeah. cut. Yeah. To listen to, to the four Yeah, where are we gonna put it though? I haven't decided. <laughs> um, YouTube, Vimeo. Yeah, you, this. On, you could always say like the link is. In I would the prefer bio to do it later. I like to be prepared. I'm not gonna pop my Link is in my bio. But we don't have a link. I don't know what the link's right be. because the link is to what that's what we're trying to figure right. out. Like, is it YouTube is it Vimeo? Yeah, is it no? Yeah, guys. Well, that's what I said. Like, stay uh, tuned. But right. yeah, and we I can, was scared when we figure that out. We can at Christmas house. She I had to make sure I can't listen. Correct. Y'all just he was going ham. Okay, I took a bunch of pictures. I hope okay. I pronounced yeah, can the, we do one together the brand right. Yeah, we do need That's to what get some pictures. So wait, are we finished the cutting or Christmas? Do you want to say anything else? No, I think I said everything. I said you shout out the sponsor, you shout out the venue, you got all the guests. This is some bullshit. Separately, correct? Which spiel? We, we do intro, no, we just did it. Oh, okay. Yeah, we just so did it all the way through. Because I don't know what to say. <laughs> you weren't here? <laughs> we don't know, like, I don't know the platform that it's going to be on. Like, we haven't decided any of that mm. yet. So, like, yeah. So, we know all of that information. I'll come back. And, and reshoot it. Yeah. I don't I'm going to do that just for